listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, want to stand out from the rest of the insurance agents selling Medicare? Not sure how to get started? We've got you covered with five insurance marketing tips to help agents stand out in a crowd. Written by Roxanne Anderson. There are two types of insurance agents. The memorable ones who get calls from prospects looking for assistance. And the easily forgotten who prospects never call back. If you're wondering how you can catch the attention of more prospects, we've got five marketing tips to help you set yourself apart from other agents in an unforgettable way. Number one, give your business card some flair. Every insurance agent should have a business card, but your business card shouldn't look like every other agent's. It should definitely communicate the basics about you and your business, so your name, title, cell phone number, email address, website, and office address if you have one, just as your competitors' cards will do for them. However, there's more to business cards than just the information on them. You can make yours catch more clients' attention by changing certain design elements to make them more memorable or stick out. Consider all of your options, and trust me, there are a lot of ways you can customize a business card. Start out with the format. Is it a paper card or maybe a magnet? You could also go the non-traditional route of something like a back scratcher, fly swatter, soft plastic key tag, pens, The list truly goes on and on. The idea here is to give your clients a useful item with your contact info that they won't just put on their pile of papers, or worse, throw away. Get creative. Consider how something like a back scratcher could be a great way to say, we've got your back, while also conveying your name, number, email, etc. Next, think about the shape. Is it a rectangle, square, or shaped like something more iconic or related to health insurance? Does it have rounded corners or edges? A card or magnet shaped like a pill bottle could easily remind your client why they should call you. Don't be afraid to add color, either. White is the standard background, but that doesn't really pop, now does it? Liven it up with something from the color wheel or incorporate colors from your logo. Did you know that people tend to keep a colorful business card 10 times longer than a monochromatic one? Certain colors can also prime people to take action. And if you're wondering what those colors are, check out the episode notes for the link. Color isn't the only way to customize, though. Think about the font. There's more out there than just Helvetica or Arial. I wouldn't use a fun font like Comic Sans or Papyrus on a business card, but there are unique options that still say business. Choose something that aligns with your brand and audience for optimal results. Think about imagery too. What images will you add to your new card? 
It could be your photo, your business logo, a local view, or icons. And again, these should also align with your brand. While you're making these considerations, be sure not to go overboard. You still want your card to look professional and be easily readable. You don't want it to get tossed to the wayside on someone's table, or worse, in their trash can. If you can swing it, work with a local professional graphic designer for assistance. Insurance is your specialty. Designing eye-catching materials is theirs. And here at Ritter Insurance Marketing, shopritterim.com has a lot of ways you can get your name out there, especially if you're a Medicareful agent. You can customize and order print materials from our site at your convenience. Number two, expand your credentials. Anyone can call themselves an insurance agent if they're licensed to sell insurance plans, but only certain agents can call themselves certified insurance counselors or certified financial planners. Adding special designations behind your name will only help build your credibility and trustworthiness in the eyes of clients. These are some of the possible health insurance designations for agents, followed by their abbreviations because we love abbreviations and acronyms in this industry. Health Insurance Associate, HIA. Chartered Healthcare Consultant, CHHC. Registered Health Underwriter, RHU. Professional Health Insurance Advanced Studies, FHIAS. Certified Insurance Counselor, CIC. Certified Financial Planner, CFP. Chartered Life Underwriter, CLU. Life Underwriter Training Council Fellow, LUTCF. Long-Term Care Professional, LTCP. Disability Income Associate, DIA. And Employee Health Benefits Associate, EHBA. You can usually find or take the courses needed to get designations like these or others through professional organizations like the National Association of Health Underwriters, or NAHU, the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors, NAFA, as we like to call them, or America's Health Insurance Plans, AHIP for short. These organizations offer many learning tools and events to help agents expand their knowledge and grow professionally. And then, if you'd like, you can also get full access to Night School, Ritter Insurance Marketing's proprietary multimedia training experience for insurance agents. All you need to do to access that training is register with our website, and we will have the link to do that in the notes for this episode. Number three on our list, learn a new language. Not only is learning a new language great for your mind, but it's also great for your career. In the United States, 67.3 million people speak a language other than English at home. To put it into perspective, that number has more than doubled over the last 30 years. You could expect around one in five of your fellow Americans to speak a different language. If you'd really like to stand out from the crowd, take some lessons on how to speak languages like Spanish, Chinese, 
Tagalog, Vietnamese, Arabic, French, or Korean, depending on your local market. Anyone who provides customer service knows language barriers exist and can cause hurt and confusion to both sides. In insurance, they can be detrimental to understanding prospects' true wants and needs, as well as successful enrollments. Work to break these barriers down and you will corner underserved markets and gain trust in business over your non-bilingual peers. And if you're doing business in one of the following 10 states, these states had the largest percentage of populations speaking other languages than English. California with 45%, Texas at 36%, New Mexico 34%, New Jersey 32%, New York and Nevada both with 31%, Florida 30%, Arizona 28%, Hawaii at 28%, and Massachusetts with 24%. Some states even have search tools to help prospects find multilingual insurance agents. Number four, improve your writing and grammar. Speaking of communication skills, how's your writing and grammar? If you write like a five-year-old or tween texter, then you may be memorable, but probably for the wrong reasons. Spelling and grammar errors lack professionalism, and nobody wants to communicate with a poor communicator. That said, you don't have to be a copywriter or editor to write well enough to get the job done. You just have to be able to say what you want and need to say in a professional manner. If writing and grammar aren't your strong suit, don't worry. There are several blogs and online tools out there that can help. A few of our favorites are Grammarly and their blog, English Language and Usage, Plain Old Google, and Spell Checkers already built into email platforms and Microsoft Word. If podcast listening is more of your thing, we have an entire episode dedicated to best practices for writing emails to insurance clients. We will link to that in the notes as well as Grammar Girl. That is a great podcast to add to your listening rotation to help improve your writing skills over time. Number five, get involved in your community. If you want community members to come to you for help, then you need to make yourself visible as a resource to your community. The best way to do that is to serve your community in multiple ways, not just with insurance. Do you go to a church? There are likely many community service opportunities you could partake in through your worship center. Alternatively, you could sponsor local events or sports leagues, or volunteer at the community garden, library, thrift shop, or other volunteer opportunities. However you can expand your roots and meet new people, go for it. Community involvement is an excellent way to build your brand without spending tons on marketing materials. It just takes time and a willing spirit. Everyone receives a lot of emails, direct mailers, and advertisements in a day, not to mention in a week, month, or more. The trick is to find a way to rise above all of that noise 
and connect with your prospects on a deeper level to give them a good reason you are worth remembering. Do that and you will be the type of agent who stands out and gets the calls. We mentioned a lot of resources in this episode, and we have all of those links in our episode notes. Also there, you will find links to additional podcast episodes, articles, links to our social pages, and more. So make sure you check them out. While you're doing that, if you could take a minute to follow or subscribe to our show, we would absolutely love that. All it takes is just a quick tap on that subscribe or follow button and you'll be good to go. So many of you have been following along and subscribing recently. I just wanted to say thank you so much for that. And thanks for taking the time to listen today. We will see you next episode.